You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, how's it going? It's Fashion O'Clock and you're with Manish. Today we have with us the iconic designer Manisha Jaising, who's time and again reinvented resort chic, redefined evening glamour with her inimitable take on fashion. We are so happy she could take some time off her busy schedule and join us. Monisha is often hailed as the inventor of kurti in India because she's clearly put it on the map with her signature touch. Over to you Monisha and thank you again for joining. I'm good Monisha, how are you? I love what you're looking fit and on, healthy. I love what you have on right now, the bomber jacket. Yeah. I can't see properly but it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> And I loved your recent campaign. I mean, like this beautiful model by the poolside in this yeah. beautiful kurti. I mean, it had that glam fuchsia touch which we were missing. Yeah. So, how have you been? What's going on? So, what's going on? I mean, we're all enjoying this um, lockdown lift. I think uh, the industry is all getting back together. Everyone's on their toes again. I think everyone's super busy at the moment. I mean, you know, it's just been back to back. I'm sure for you as well, and even all our viewers. They're all, I mean, they all must be all getting back into the action. You know, whatever we have missed out. So, Manisha, I would love to ask you: How has the pandemic impacted your way of working? Uh, well, I think it's impacted everyone because everyone has been. hit economically you know we all have had huge losses we've all suffered huge losses in in our own way right and um so um you know whilst you know that factories worldwide have you know shut down whether it's india asia or anywhere even like you know everywhere you know you you know you keep hearing like about factories you know that closed down so what we've done is that uh, we have reduced the manpower in our factories and uh, you know basically you know for two reasons of course one is to make sure that the disease is not so wide spreading and because if you actually saw earlier factories you know whether they were in india or china you know we used to have a lot of people under one roof and that's where we used to work so we've now like you know cut down the number of people we're getting more organized we are getting super efficient because we know we have limited manpower and um so we're pre-planning we're pre-organizing you know we're spending so much time in planning production and so obviously the efficiency increases because you get more output out of the land out of the labor and at the same time it's safer because you know we're keeping each person um you know at a certain safe distance so it's kind of like you know we're kind of trying to work out without disturbing our timelines for delivery and without even uh, like you know curtailing production so we're trying to get the same output but with limited number of people but more planning and more efficiency i think that's what's actually going on across the board wherever like you know there's production happening i couldn't agree more with you like we have to acclimatize we have to adapt to given the market sentiment given the logistic and we have to let the show running which you have And also in terms of your aesthetic, you know, have you tweaked your design, your the design to your aesthetic to suit the post-pandemic mood, to cater to the Gen Z consumers? Well, uh, 
you know, I mean, we've all lived in see like basically pre-pandemic we know that athleisure and streetwear was anyway popular okay but during the pandemic athleisure has just gone full-blown i mean everyone's been in track pants whether it's been morning noon or night you know i mean the track bottom stay you keep changing the top because even when i'm having a meeting with you you don't know that i'm wearing my track pants right now you know because it's all about zoom meetings and meetings on uh, you know virtual meetings so it's all waist upwards you know dressing anyway and um, i mean i feel athleisure now is you know you know has gone full blown and people aren't just going to give up wearing that comfort you know getting that like out but at the same time people have been completely deprived of um of luxury of you know feeling good and you know things like that and um so i mean if you just look at instagram handles there's this new uh, you know hashtag called you know quarantine chic right so um with that hashtag people do dress up also at home and kind of say it's the quarantine chic and kind of you know so um whilst there's one you know section of the consumer who wants to be you know very comfort and you know looking at that kind of a thing going forward there's a whole uh like you know set of consumers out there who have been deprived of you know luxury dressing or feeling good of you know wearing their high heels wearing their um you know sequins bling luxurious fabrics and they want to wear it now i mean it's like you know we just want to wear it so even if they just call for a small function they make that effort you know they get it out of their closet or like you know they want to buy something new which is you know from that era and they wear it so you have both of them now in parallel you have the comfort dressing and you have you know the luxury dressing before also manisha the manisha jaisal rat always had a very strong sense of identity a lot of character she's someone who's always been with the travel she's student to her music into her style within the way you shot all your campaigns so the fact that, that the new brides who are coming to you do you see them sort of getting you know fed up of the dates getting postponed the weddings getting postponed of course things are opening up a lot to more onwards mm. so do you see a more personalized approach to wedding shopping the cater to their wedding customization demand um what i see with the bride now is earlier on you know she walk in with you know with an entourage you know whether it's her friends or whether it's a chacha masi mami whatever mami whatever they were or the mom or the mother in law now the bride with all the time in her hand is researching it like a thesis you know researching her wedding what she wants to wear everything she's like fully researched she knows exactly in her mind what she wants to look like so when she walks in through that door you like you know she just knows it and she tells you this 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 is what i want and we at manisha dressing you know we do offer you know bespoke services to our brides so you know we take everything that she has in and you know we just make her happy and give her what she's got because because now the wedding i feel is even more fairy tale than before because it's like you know there's been such a long wait and i feel in life when there's always a long wait the excitement is even more even though the number of people are less at the wedding it's just that she had to wait for so long for the wedding it really gives it that fairy tale appeal 
true. That's very true. Yeah. So what according to you are the post-pandemic closet essential? Do you recommend people investing in something that is five basic things which you actually need whether you're staying at home or you still plan a small thing get away considering you're fed up of being in lockdown you're being locked up constantly? So, um, no, sorry I didn't get your question. Whether, I mean, what do I recommend? Yeah, the four, four or five closet essentials for the post-pandemic period. Like the fact okay, that four or five essentials in your wardrobe, you mean? Yeah, in your wardrobe, yeah. Okay. Like well, I would definitely say, yeah, okay. Well, I would definitely say, uh, um, well, the first on my list always is a white t-shirt. And um, then, of course, you know, the high-waisted, you know, relaxed jeans, you know, that are really nice and, you know, you know, they're comfy, they're super comfy, it's denim and, you know, it works. Um, then, of course, uh, high-waisted performance leggings as well, because everyone's into uh, fitness and workout. So, you must have a nice pair of high, you know, high-waisted performance leggings. And... Um, an MJ Kurti because it's all about waist upwards, you know, dressing. So, you know, if you're, you know, having those Zoom meetings, you can like, you know, be wearing shorts underneath or a pair of track pants or leggings and just, you know, wear the kurti and you're sorted. And um, last, lastly, I feel, you know, what always works is, um, is, you know, like a printed midi dress with a belt. It's very versatile and works all the time. I mean, it's... It just works. And also, Manisha, now that travel is opening up, people are traveling and even drives are doing location ready with project locales. So do you see resort sort of evolving? Like you've always shoot you redefined it in your campaigns, in your language. So how do you see it evolving? Well, for those, you know, unfamiliar with resort or cruise collection, um, basically, it's an inter-season or pre-season line. Okay, it's a ready-to-wear clothing line, which a fashion house or any fashion brand puts forward in addition to the two other collections that they put forward. So, resort wear or a cruise collection is basically something in addition to your bi-annually collection, which is spring, summer and fall, winter. Now these, now basically the cruise collection or the resort collection, whatever, was initially first, you know, created for that affluent customer. You know, what can you call that customer? Jet setter, whatever. Okay. So while they were vacationing in winter, maybe in some Mediterranean hideaway or beach or whatever, they were interested in buying the resort, you know, collection. But now it's like everyone just wants to get out because you know you have a little window between lockdowns you want to get on that plane and go somewhere for a holiday or anywhere okay if not the plane I mean a road trip or whatever so everyone's resorting to this so everyone's you know moving towards this resort type fashion because that what makes you feel like a jet setter makes you feel like a traveler makes you feel like whatever hiker jet setter whatever so it's just getting more popular I feel as people are traveling more and um, so it's not just about fall winter and spring summer anymore I feel that resort collections are now going to be a season of their own wow that's incredible so basically it's even less clothing which takes you from one season to another you can you know, restyle yeah. it 
right but it's going to be it's going to be very strong it's not just going to be the filler in that it used to be only for the jet setters as i said this is not for the affluent uh, you know consumer anymore it is for the road tripper the hiker the trekker the jet setter the every traveler commercial private whatever also manisha we've been talking about the touring trip making a comeback i mean we've had this conversation even before and everybody's so this optimistic boom in 2022 because after depression comes the boom so do right. you actually possibility of roaring 20s and the more is more exuberant aesthetic making a come, coming seasons uh, yeah i mean i do see that happening but um as i said you'll see it with the set of people there's a certain set of people that will still just you know they become so comfortable in their track pants they will not give it up so athleisure and streetwear will will uh will you know coexist with the with the comeback of uh, you know luxury so you know i mean they will both coexist it won't just be fashion won't just be about what it was before it's got to be you have to have uh you know comfort you know sustainability is another thing that you know gen z is actually you know looking at and uh, we at manisha dressing and mxs have never actually done sustainable clothing but we're looking into it you know at least to be like you know 10 15% of our collection because that is what people also want and we cannot ignore that and um and it's a good way of also uh, you know taking care of your environment and there's something of your um uh you know collection that you can actually make sustainable You know, I've always been a fan of your personal style, Manisha. I mean, the, the way you always, you know, uh, dress up. Like, how does it reflect in your brand uh, vocabulary? The way you put the collection season after season. I mean, how how much does it translate into your? Uh, well, um, I guess uh, I guess when I'm you know designing a collection, I mean, I always put myself. in the vision that i have in my mind and i say that you know oh would i wear this and um you know off late i've been saying that i'm looking you know i'm bending more towards you know comfort and fun- and you know functionality so even though i mean i want to put you know the best uh, you know luxurious fabric out there i want to put the best style out there i first think no i first have to be comfortable because this is what i am today and so then i put myself in the picture whatever it is and i say oh would i wear it or what would i wear it with so um, you know the whole collection comes you know comes together of course you know with me in mind but let me tell you it's not just me that inspires my collection i look at the youth i look at people around me uh, and i mean like i look at all the cultures and that inspires me you know so i mean you know there's a bit of me yes of course because it's me designing but there's a lot of people around there that inspire me and that's what makes my collection also manisha all your runway shoes are pretty iconic like the way you put it together the jewelry style the key contextual that there's always a unique format of storytelling whether you're referencing me like what's or and so how does it uh, like how do we do we expect to do the show now like the physical show for slowly coming back especially internationally in paris do we see a possibility of a runway show by manisha and do we expect the theater back yeah of course you'll see a runway show by manisha pretty soon 
and you'll also see a runway show by my other brand MXS you know which I have it uh, Shweta Bachananda and um in fact you know we've never done a show i mean uh no you know we have actually you know for godrej before but uh you know we've never done a fashion week show in mxs and um i'm hoping that happens you know before the end of this year and um you know that's actually you know where we are uh, you know concentrating more on you know athleisure and uh, you know this new style of dressing and yes of course mg couture will also have its show any iconic carpet moment which remains special to you uh any iconic moment well um you know i mean i went to university uh, i mean i went to fashion college in the 80s so the 80s will always have a special aspect uh, like you know place in my life whether it's fashion music rock stars everything about the 80s <laughs> i guess it's when you were young and you know what inspired you because you know those were the days that you had all the time to actually visit museums and you know go to uh like you know travel and meet different people and you know you know you were like you know sketching half the time you you know you could be in the park sketching whatever so i think the 80s will always have a special bond in my life when you go out for a red carpet outing when you collaborate Alice, how much do you change the gown in terms of the context or the brief given to you? Um, well, I like to be true to the brief because I like the customer to be happy. But um, I would probably change it quite a bit because um, it definitely has to have the Manisha dressing element first of all. So if it doesn't go with my sensibility I probably won't make it and if it does then since it's going to be made by me in my atelier it's got to be a Manisha Jaising design and her sensibility so we'll take the brief for the design philosophy but everything else will be about Manisha Jaising any dream item you'd love to dress in India or international Dream icon. Um, you guess the who's who in Bollywood and even in internationally. But uh, is there someone who you really dress? Uh huh. Well, actually, uh, no one particular really now. I mean, I'm really not looking so much into. Um, frankly, I'm really not looking so much into celebrity dressing at the moment. Okay, you know, I mean. Of course if it comes my way somebody good i mean we'll make the person look fabulous but um I'm looking, more, I'm looking more into um into you know reviving into um basically getting um uh getting this whole you know pandemic fashion formula right and um because you know there is a change you know people's minds have changed So we're not focusing so much on celebrity dressing at the moment Manish. We're focusing on getting the right product which a consumer after being under lockdown for so long wants and picks up without batting an eyelid. So you know we want the price to be right, we want the product to be right, you know we, and you know we're going to try and make it as you know comfortable and you know functional. At the same time we're not going to you you know we're not going to lose the luxury factor. that we've always been uh, known for 
and so we so we want to give the customer luxury with you know with comfort and that's what we really focusing on at the moment so i'm really not given this a thought the you know the celebrity dressing part of it but what's your advice for young design talent in the country i mean i mean like we all know that it's easy being a designer in the country you know i mean like you have to get the product right you have to get the pricing right i mean a lot comes in play the yeah. creative commercial aspect so in a nutshell probably give advice to young talent well um the i mean the advice out there is that when you start a business do not think of um of making profit in your first collection so get that profit out of your mind okay be true to your design philosophy first of all so that you stand out so that you make a certain brand identity for yourself you know going forward that's very important and um make sure that your collection is out there on times because if if a buyer suppose has invested in you being a new designer you cannot be late in your delivery schedules so please make a business plan first a production plan and um don't think about fashion shows that's the glamour side of uh, fashion um think about your workshop workplace your labor treat them well and and you'll get there and how do you manage to keep the spirit of your delhi up in a challenging period for all of us but then how did you you know inculcate optimism and positivity prime period all experience well uh, i think if you just keep you know speaking to your team repeatedly and um i think uh, research you know r&d helps you know to keep the creativity alive so even if you don't even if you don't have a collection that you're going to work for you don't have a buyer who's buying a collection from you it doesn't stop you from you know r&d and you know creating um um design bank right so you know you continue and you continue um you know you know creating stuff and creating that design bank make it very rich and um i guess with the pandemic everyone had so much free time you could youtube you could learn i mean people that didn't know photoshop could learn photoshop i mean i knew people of all ages you know learning how to uh you know you know use all the apps you know to create something and i think that i think that's what's really got people through you know the pandemic people had got more had more creative because you knew that you know you knew that uh, the economy was in the doldrums and there's nothing you could do with uh, with you know demand supply sales and stuff so you know use your time to learn something i think everybody did everyone in every field kind of you know sharpened their skills you know whether it was sketching writing um, you know direction whatever you were in into you know creatively everybody sharpened their skills you know during the pandemic and i think everyone is now more loaded and more uh, i think we're all super efficient right now i think we've all gotten to this uh, phase at where we can manage with like you know where we can multitask a lot more even though we haven't really worked for so many months it's all i think figured out in our minds and once this whole thing opens i think we're all going to We're all going to do well. I mean, I'm looking at it very positively. Yeah, very well said. And thank you so much, Manish, taking time. I know you're busy. And thank like- you for your time, Manish. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I've been loving all your pictures on Instagram. You're looking super fit. 
what have you been doing? I look forward to catching up. I shouldn't be talking about this, but you are looking super fit. Thank you. That's make makes my day. See ya. Take care. See you. Thank Bye. you, everybody. Bye. It's interesting how Manisha draws a dichotomy. There is a consumer who's looking at fun shopping, going completely all out, while there is another section who's still looking at a pared back approach to style, more comfort driven dressing. Thank you so much for joining guys and next week we'll get back to you with a new fashion icon. Stay fabulous and ciao for now. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.